Hello, my name's Gary Shotton, and uh, I sure enjoy doing this, and I hope these things are helpful to you. And today, we're gonna talk about the power of words, the things we speak, the words we speak. And you know, I'm gonna talk about that words can be uh, influenced in how things result, but never am I stating that you can just speak over something in place of doing good business. In other words, you need to understand your financial statements. You need to understand the flow of your business. You need to understand your product. You need to understand a ton of things. And that comes first. And without that, you're probably not gonna be a successful business. Those are other topics we're gonna talk about. But understanding that you have made diligence at being a good business person, there's one more thing. It's like the cherry on top, the, the ice cream, the, the dessert, the power of words. You know, I watch my words uh, and uh, they have a creative ability. I don't fully understand it. I don't understand how this all works. I have a particular interest in the Bible and how God teaches us, so I'm going to refer that to a little bit. Whether you agree with that or not, that's up to you. But I will tell you, as a matter of history, using the Bible as a textbook only, you'll read in Genesis that the heavens and the earth were created, I say created, by words. God spoke and different things happened. The light happened. God spoke and the moon came. God spoke and the heavens and the earth were separated. God spoke and those are words. That's how powerful the words are. Even biblically, uh, there's a, the reality of how was Jesus born. Again, you can agree with this or you can go another direction. That's up to you. But it, it was told clearly that Mary never had relationships with Joseph and Jesus was born. God spoke that into existence. So there's a precedence here that you need to recognize. Now, let's go into the moving, let's go into the business world. What do I mean by it? Well, for 17 years, I owned a moving and storage company. That means I picked up furniture, dressers, uh, sofas, uh, mattresses, uh, desks for offices, and our work, workers picked up these things Maybe we carried them down two flights of stairs and maybe we just carried them out the door. Maybe we carried them 10 feet and maybe we carried them 100 feet. Maybe we used a dolly and we could roll them down and maybe we just picked it up and carried it. But we loaded furniture. And on many occasions we had to determine do we have a big enough vehicle, a big enough van, a big enough truck. Will this stuff have any chance of fitting into the truck. Now again, if there was no way it was gonna fit into the truck, it's not gonna fit. But if we knew it was gonna be close, we were really careful what we talked about. We would not say things like, oh man, there's no way this is gonna fit. I'm sure that we'll try. No, 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 we didn't say that. We said, we said things like, there's lots of room. We believe, key word, we believe there's lots of room. We believe that that we can fit it all in and not have a second truck. We believe that we can fit things tighter than ever before. And you know, it was so funny, sometimes we'd finish the truck and we knew how close it was. And we'd pull that 
door many times it came down like this and we could just barely shut the door. It was a good load. We fit it all in, but it all fit. Man, let me tell you an example. Another example. I own this machine shop. I bought it a little bit cold turkey. What do I mean by cold turkey? I didn't know much about machine shops. I knew about business, but I didn't know about this particular base business, and I bought it. And I borrowed money to buy it. I'm testing my business skills. I'm at the peak of my test, and I have some loans, some big loans, and I own it from the year 2006, and in January 1st, 2009, the economy goes dupes dropped big time. Huge layoffs, lots of workers. We went from 40, from 65 employees to 24. If you do the math, I think that's 41 employees we had to relieve of their duties because we didn't have work. And you know, I had to watch what I said. I could have said things like, oh no, we're gonna go under. Oh, this is terrible. There's no way we're gonna make it. I've got, I can't understand what's happened. Woe is me. No, don't say that. Don't do that. I didn't do that. I said this, you know, I don't fully understand this. It doesn't look all that good, but we're gonna come through this as a better company, a better, uh, we're gonna come through it stronger than ever before. We don't understand it, but this is going to be a good thing, not a bad thing, because it's going to allow us to get rid of bad habits. It's going to allow us to clean out some of the employees that we probably didn't want to have here anyway. And we're going to come through this stronger than we ever have. This is where we're at right now. I'm videoing, you're watching this when I'm sitting in basically March of 2016. We've had a smaller economic turndown. And I've said, in this, in this situation, I said, I wouldn't say things, oh no, what are we gonna do? Oh, and wring my head and have hands and have sweat on my brows. That's not gonna help the situation. I said, you know, this is gonna be a shorter economic turndown than anyone ever imagined. And you know what? When we're gonna come back, we're gonna be stronger than we ever did before. It's gonna be so amazing the amount of work we're gonna get. And you know, the first of this week, we actually started this happening. We laid some people off and we're, we had to cut the workforce, but we're coming back strong. I had this happen on our personal basis. I won't go into detail. It was a close associate of mine had a depression issue. And this depression issue was severe to the point of, of, of deep depression. And I had to think of this situation like, oh no, woe is me, this is never gonna work, what's gonna happen? Sure, it was in my mind. I had some thoughts, but I wouldn't speak it out. I said things like, this person's gonna come out a better person than ever before. They're gonna be a better husband than ever before. They're gonna be a better father than ever before. They're gonna be a better part of their family than ever before. They're gonna be a better part of, of society. They're gonna come through this stronger than if it had never happened. And in fact, even though we didn't want it to happen and they didn't want it to happen, it has a purpose and it's gonna come through as a someone that's gonna help others in that same situation. And you know what happened? It happened. They came through it. They found something better than before. They're stronger than before. I'm so proud of this person. Last one. We had an employee here just last week had a, had a furnace 
a, a small explosion right in their face. It burnt them immediately. They were life flighted with an emergency. We heard about this, a small group of us, within the same couple hours, there was a text and said, danger, he's in serious condition. And we four of us huddled and prayed and we said, you know, this person, his name's Ray, he's gonna be recover. First of all, it's not gonna be near as bad as it first looked. And the second thing we said with our mouth and prayed with our prayer is that he's gonna recover faster than anybody ever imagined. You know, that was a couple Saturdays ago and God is my witness, he's coming to work tomorrow. Faster than ever expected, wasn't near as serious, didn't even spend more than a couple hours in the hospital. They life flighted him like life and death. They got there and it was so much better than they imagined. They, let him, they released him in a couple, three hours and didn't spend the night. We hope this is helpful. We hope you would share this with others. If it's helpful to you, it could be helpful for others. Thank you so much for listening.